0: Everyone, Welcome to Dentistry Unmasked. I'm Dr. Pam Maragliano munez with me as always.
1: Hey, Dr. David Rice. How are you, Pam?
0: Oh, my gosh, so good. We are at the Greater New York Dental Meeting, and the meeting's been pretty busy, so there's a lot of people walking around, but we were able to stale, steal a couple of minutes from one of my favorite people, Dr. Uchi Odiatu. Uchi, welcome.
2: Thank you. Feels good to be here. I, I, feel, I feel at home with you guys. For some reason, I feel somehow spiritually connected.
0: I know, I don't even remember where we met.
2: ODA Toronto, that Toronto meeting or? uh... No,
0: before that. Had to have been before that. Past life. Oh, past life. I met
2: you in a cave in the Serengeti.
0: Really? (laughs) I thought maybe I'd be like one of your cats or something. No, no, no,
2: I think you were, I was a shaman and I think you were some kind of medical doctor from another tribe.
0: Let's go with that. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) That works. Well, so either way, every time we get together, Usually, it's not like this. Usually, if I can, I like try to snare you for dinner or Mm -hmm. do something like that. And then, before we started, before we hit record, we started talking about alcohol. And one of my favorite things is that you say you're a master of moderation. Mm -hmm. So you can drink, you can have New York bagels and pizza. Mm -hmm. As long as it's in moderation, you're not having it every day. Mm -hmm. So then I said, Well, okay, let's hold this conversation because there's some alcohol that's better than others just from a health standpoint, so can we? I, there's lots of health things we can chat about, but I don't know. I know I'm gonna get a cocktail later, so maybe you'll help me make a better choice.
2: Ooh, I like it. Well, there's a few things, it, it's funny, because for years, red wine's been trumpeted as a health concoction, even though they've said, you're way, way better off just having some grape juice. But it's, how, how do you toast the grape juice at a stag or stagette? So that being said, neuroscientists have said, it's, there's, no, there's no alcohol that's actually healthy, but there's alcohol that's not as bad for you as what I say. And if someone's active, if you if you love your life, if you're living your dream, you have good sleep, and you're active and you eat healthy, you can have a beverage, an adult beverage, anytime you want. So that's that's my take on it. It's all about balance. It's all about balance. You know, people ask you, can you exercise too much? Yes, can you sleep too much? Yes. But you can sleep in moderation and you can have alcohol with moderation as a toast to your bride or your partner or to a celebration. And that's where it'll take on new meaning in your physiology by the, how you feel about it. If it's guilty and it's under the stairs and it's 10 a.m., yeah, it's bad for you. <laughs> if it's a celebration at a new staff member joining an office, that's a celebration. That has a, it has a feel-good component.
0: I like that. So what if you like to celebrate once a week? Completely fine. But how long for?
2: Like nine uh, hours? Or is it uh, over... Uh, a beautiful dinner? You tell me?
0: I would say probably over a dinner or maybe before dinner or something like that. Not like obviously. Six, we all know. A
1: six hour dinner or like a three hour dinner?
0: Or like a Maragliano Thanksgiving that starts at like uh, 11 a.m. and doesn't end until it's bedtime? The next day. Probably not the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Two day dinner? Yeah. But, but if you're having
2: alcohol with food, it lowers the glycemic index. So if you have a lot of protein and fat in your dinner, you can have a drink and it won't affect you as much. But if you're drinking on its own with nothing else on the table, you can have more of a glycemic index spike and then your pancreas has to pump out insulin. But there's a wine, Pinot Noir, that the grape is picked earlier in the season and has less ability to stimulate a blood sugar spike. So if you are gonna drink a glass of wine on, on its own, Pinot Noir is the way to go. And that's why you throw cheese in there if you wanna uh. lower it even more. I'm not, I'm not saying it's gonna be a health beverage. I wouldn't have a Pinot Noir and then go for a run. But if I'm gonna have something that's uh, less bad for me, a Pinot Noir on its own is not a bad idea. So you'll often see me, if I'm drinking red wine, a Pinot Noir is the way to go.
0: Interesting, you know, I've tried to do this a couple of times, and it never really panned out well. Doing the half marathon or 10K in Napa, and Mm -hmm. they call it like a wine run, and then either like during the race, they'll hand out little things of wine, and after the race, you can drink all you want, that, like, never sat well with me. I don't know.
2: Yeah, that, is, that is a little odd. That is, yeah, it's, it's odd. Feels yeah,
1: it's like odd. a dehydration factor.
0: Yeah. All right, so we know we're not going to do that. But no. you also <clears throat> said, all right, so Pinot Noir is our wine of choice if we're going to drink it by itself, mm-hmm. you know, celebrate once a week, mm-hmm. call it a day. What about other alcohols? There's some that are better than others and some that are going to spike your blood differently than others. Sure.
2: And again, this is, my own, this is my own reading. I haven't done any studies myself. But so tequila, it seems to be the new drink that a lot of athletes will drink because it's from the agave plant. And so it's a fermented, it's more fermented than the other drinks. So uh, Dwayne Rock's Terramana, have you, have you had a Terramana, his tequila doll? I've not. He's not, I'm not a KOL for him, but uh, Terramana, very good uh, agave, agave. Uh, for agave plant. And then the Class Azul, the the dollars $400 hand-painted bottle is beautiful. You, do, you, do, you have, do you have those or have, had a shot of those? I, I have had that one, yes. So it's $100 a, a, a shot at a nightclub. So it does curtail you having four shots or paying for a round. Yes. But um, again, uh, agave plant, uh, fermented, and actually is decent for you.
0: All right. So this is a fun fact. I don't know why. But Patron, I will projectile vomit on the spot, almost like Stan from South Park. Like, if I drink Patron, count to about 30. Really? And I will vomit, like, on
1: Consistently. command.
0: Consistently. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't drink it anymore, <laughs> because, like, yeah. I, I've proved that a few times to a few friends that didn't believe me. What is up with that?
2: That'd be a great way to get out of a meeting or uh, have the day off,
0: Hey, Just keep a cap full. Day off. Ugh. I should do that. I should keep some at the office. Yeah, when I have somebody I don't want to see. Yeah, for sure. All right. Another
1: tequilas don't do that to you. No. Interesting. We should have like an experiment.
0: Okay, we can. I mean, I'll take one for the team. I
1: mean, it's going to be an n of one, so I'm not sure how that data works out long term, but
0: yeah, clearly not a KOL for Patron today.
1: No, but The Rock, if he's listening. Yes,
2: Taramana could be a sponsor for dental economics. Uh, he likes to, if someone just said, would you like to run for president someday? Did you hear that? It was, it was on the news. He's been asked a number, by different parties to maybe be their president's uh, potential nominee. So it's kind of, huh. It
0: man- would be interesting because you'd think that one of his platforms would be wellness and probably bringing that to the forefront.
2: Well, it seems that moderation seems to be the whole thing. The extreme is great for the Olympics if, you're, if you have a condition that's not going away. But for everyday health, just to be able to enjoy life, you can miss a workout. You cannot stretch. You cannot have your eight glasses. There's, such a, there's so many myths about being healthy. It's ridiculous. It's annoying, and it keeps a lot of people from eating healthy, being healthy, sleeping well.
0: So we're here at the end of the year, really. Mm So we're at the end of the year. We're going to be, like, partying it up for the holidays or whatever. And then all of a sudden, the new year is going to come. And Mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of our listeners, and I know us or anybody, is going to maybe have a dry January. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? Like, do you think that you should just take it easy the whole time so you don't have to punish yourself for a whole month (laughs) after? You don't have to go to
2: rehab, yeah. So why go to rehab in January? Why not just have a healthy November, December? So... Uh, set some time for walking. Instead of 10,000 steps, which I've never done, except at a dental conference, 5,000 steps is my, my benchmark. Um, get good, good sleep. Wear uh, an eye mask to get deeper sleep. Have your brain go deeper into... Uh, so get more REM time, which processes emotion, processes memory. If you want to have alcohol, try and always have it with some food. So never have alcohol in an empty stomach. So the cheese thing is a great thing. Cheese is actually really good for you. It's a fermented food. It's one of the 10. If you eat at least two a day, you can have a healthy microbiome. Now you get 4 billion years of bacterial history on your side. Ooh. Does it matter what kind of cheese? Um, actually, the feta cheese, goat cheese, blue cheese. It's kind of the smellier cheeses. And again, it's not a pound. Sure. It's not the spray-on kind you see on pizza. Mm-hmm. But uh, cheese itself is very good for you. Anytime you can introduce new bacteria into you, it's pretty, you know, when you think about it, I was reading this the other day. So you think of Homo sapien. So genus, and the, the genus is Homo, sapien is the species. As a species, we have 21,000 genes in us we have 40,000 potential species of bacteria in us. And they do something called horizontal gene swapping. So t- collectively, they have about, they're about three to 400 times more complicated genetically than us. Hmm. And they can do horizontal gene swapping where they can actually make uh, digestive enzymes. Uh, they help you make serotonin, which makes you feel, have peace of mind. And they'll be here long after we're gone. They were here before the dinosaurs, after the dinosaurs. But most people don't think of bacterial health in their body, and most patients think bacteria is bad, but if you start eating for bacterial health, you can slow down aging, you both look good. So even though you might not think about probiotics and kefir and all that stuff, you're probably doing something that makes your bacteria happy. So hence, you don't look like your driver's license. You look better than your driver's license picture, so. it's all the wine and cheese. That's all the wine and cheese. What
0: did Dolly Parton say? Good lighting, good doctors, and something else.
2: Okay, so did you
1: see, speaking of Dolly Parton? That halftime show? That was a great picture. That's, she's incredible. Oh she's my incredible. Gosh. And Cher. 77 years old.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable. Something to strive to. Oh, Mitch
2: Jagger, 80. Mick
1: S- Jagger. S- same
2: age as Mitch McConnell. Same age as Biden. So there's something to be said. Some people obviously don't age as well, which happens. Just sometimes you just, you, you don't, it's not in your genes. But definitely though, if you're living your truth, you, you keep lean, you try and stay lean, you stay active, and you live your, your, your you, you do what you love. Definitely something youthful about doing what you love. Something that supports vitality, for sure.
1: Totally. So, okay. And, and you know, obviously, I'll, I'm sure all of our listeners have seen you speak at least one time, but dentistry, pretty sedentary by nature. What are some of the things that people can do easily on a regular basis to kind of keep that balance, aside from loving the dentistry.
2: Loving the dentistry. I like that. Okay. Always a little karma in there. So no, I would say, during the, there's a few things that if you, one or two glasses of green tea a day. Green tea is uh, an antioxidant beverage, super high in antioxidants. Antioxidants help manage blood sugar better, they lower inflammation, they get rid of free radicals, they're a DNA protectant. And if, if you drink it with intention, you know, instead of doing a meditation before, just think, wow, antioxidants, and, and sip it with that intention you're more likely to get physiological benefit from that. Again, a, a bag of tea, you can use a uh, dentist who, you know, they, they, we brag about making $800 an hour, but when it comes to tea, is it $3 for 20 bags? <laughs> I don't think you're billing $800 an hour. <laughs> I think somehow that was your best day, and you've coasted for the last decade on that $800. So, yeah, dentists are funny with their uh, micro or, you know, that pigeon-like view of what, what's expensive. Hibiscus tea is super high antioxidant. So... But I think if you, if you ever choose food intentionally, so hibiscus tea is non-caffeinated. So those people out there who are caffeine sensitive, hibiscus tea is tons of uh, antioxidants inside. Again, so those four, that's why fruit, people, I never, I've never seen a people eat fruit at an airport. I, I never see people eat fruit at an airport. So dentists traveling, a banana is so messy and an orange is messy. But again, anything fuels antioxidants, lowers inflammation, which is gingivitis, periodontitis. Go on all the other inflammatory things like diabetes, Parkinson's, dementia, cancer's got an inflammatory component. So antioxidants, fruit, tea, green tea, hibiscus tea. So antioxidant, anti-inflammatory is a DNA protectant and it makes you more insulin sensitive. So that alone, eating an apple then, if you make it intentional, is I'm putting out fire in my body. I'm supporting a healthier DNA replication. It's anti-inflammatory. I'm getting rid of exhaust from my body. That's what dentists could do during the day if they don't exercise, is to be more intentional with our food. You know? I love that. Yeah. Without but, becoming obsessed with it. Just, mm-hmm. just a, a shift in perception. What's the best thing for my afternoon? I'm going to prep eight, eight teeth. What's the best lunch I could eat to be alert to prep eight teeth? Probably some protein, a good protein fill. So fish and salad, uh, fish and vegetables, meat and vegetables. That's what I'd eat if I was going to prep eight teeth.
1: It's important, you know, I, I just saw some place the other day, so what you just said, like that intentionality of it all without going overboard and being obsessive, because once you cross over to obsessive, I would imagine that positive intention just goes all out the window and you've, you've unplugged most of the good you were trying to do.
2: Yes, it's, it's called orthorexia. Orthorexia is obsession with eating correctly. So, and, and you can be that way. If I was training for the Olympics, or if we were training for like some event, we could definitely become a little bit more obsessive, but for routine, everyday life to be a, a good dad, to be a a good partner, to be a good dentist, To be a, if, if you've got a big family. Um, just p- p- your sh- a shift in perception. How is my, how's my dinner going to serve my night? What am I going to eat before I go home that's going to serve my family tonight? What am I, what am, what am I going to s- serve my family for breakfast that's going to launch my kids for their day? And my mom did that to me growing up. You know, Fish, good for your brain. You have an exam today? Get some fish in you. So, instead of saying, eat it because I told you, fish is really good for your brain. And now you know, 40 something, whatever, a gazillion years later, I am very, I'm way more intentional with my food. Almost, I wouldn't even say to a fault, on the plane, what's the best thing could serve me? I'm gonna fly five time zones away, I'm gonna go Hawaii from Toronto, it's five time zones. So I'm gonna have some fermented food on the plane. So some cheese, we talked about cheese, and then a cheese and fruit tray, $8. My is happy, less chance of jet lag, more lucidity, more regularity. You're pooping at three, your bacteria think you're out of your mind. You got to poop when you normally poop and that's how you keep your mind clear when you're traveling a few times on the way.
0: That's really interesting. What about people who because it sounds like you're thinking, "Okay, how is this food going to fuel me or how is this going to impact what I have to do?" What about people that kind of eat to just eat or maybe even comfort eating? They'll eat because they want this food to make them feel better because obviously something else is not going right in their life.
2: So that'll take a definite shift for sure. Like There's, there's, two, there's two roles of food in our lives. Uh, function and then pleasure. You can't deny the pleasure thing. So it's hedonistic. So if the more you eat for function, the healthier and fitter you'll be. The more you eat for pleasure, the less healthy you'll be. So I, I do eat for pleasure, but not all the time. So there you go. So there's two roles, function and pleasure. Hedonistic or pleasure. Hedonistic or, 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 hedonistic or, or function. So if you're going to have a hedonistic meal, have it but maybe have it after an active day. Not a 10-mile run, but just an active day. And if you haven't had an active day, tonight I'm gonna eat for function. So eat according to the activity level you had that day. So I've sat all day, maybe I shouldn't eat for pleasure that night. And It's it's that shift in perception is where the miracle happens, I feel.
1: You do realize I'm gonna have to go home and tell Anastasia she's right again. Oh, this is... Oh yeah. Anastasia is so good at that. You know, if we, if we know we're headed out with friends on a Friday or a Saturday or whatever the given day is, we're, we intentionally do more exercise during the day. We eat differently during the mm. day, knowing we're going to have that pleasure meal in the evening and, and vice versa. If we, if we don't have that going on, we know we can enjoy our dinner a little bit more. Interesting.
2: And, and that's why you look the way you do. And people are like, oh, what do you do, Dave? What do you do? You go, I don't know. But if I followed you around for a day, I know exactly why you look the way you do. I know exactly why you have that energy, that enthusiasm. For sure. it's Smoke and mirrors. <laughs> good lighting. Good lighting. Yeah, and a good doctor. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Both of which do a great job. All right. So you've given us ideas for drinking, given us ideas for eating, snacking. So what would you say? And then also for being the best performer at work. Okay. What about weekends? Like, what's like a good weekend? balance. Something that you can eat for pleasure, but also serves function. There's, there's got to be foods that kind of will do both, right?
2: Yeah, good point. But it's, if, you, if you look at apple as anti-inflammatory, DNA protectant, gets rid of free radicals, uh, 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 makes you more insulin sensitive. I can eat a, a really good apple, an organic apple, and hear it snap. And as I'm eating, I'm thinking, this is so good for my cells. This is so good to douse those flames. This is so good for my mind. And you can actually enjoy the apple more, be more intentional instead of eating it because told me. So you can make good, healthy food uh, taste better w- putting some more intention behind it. And if I'm gonna have some ice cream, I won't have the whole Ben and Jerry's, right? I will, um, I, I won't buy it, or I'll only buy it when I have friends over. So I don't have seven tubs of Chunky Monkey and O, o-, o- Canada dough in dough in, in the fridge. So I'm pretty methodical about my food. I don't have a lot of wine at home. So I only have wine, if, if you're coming over, I would get a, two bottles of wine, but I won't have 20 bottles ready decanted with glasses beside them and a cheese ready to go. That's, that's, that's like being a gambler and wanting to quit gambling and having, having a video, uh, uh, you know, a slot machine beside your bed.
0: I just remembered where I met you.
2: Oh. <laughs> ah, I love it. <laughs>
0: okay. No, and it's because you said eating something because Uchi told you to. I came back after that weekend at Tanya Lanthier's oh, house. Oh, right, the retreat. Okay. And I was there with an avocado every day. And I'm like, and my team is like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I have to eat an avocado every day. And they're like, why? I'm like, because this guy said we should eat an avocado every day because it's really high in fiber.
2: Fiber. And, and that's the crazy thing about it. remember that retreat. That was 2019. She did a really good job from dental Not to Tanya Fantastic, 19. yeah. Now her life is just one big celebration. Like, it's like she, everyone, she wanted that, that dream of having a business, uh, human resources. Everyone said, ah, it's not going to fly. It'll never work. And it, it blew out of nowhere. She sold it. She's moved on. And she's hanging out with the neatest people in the world. She's yeah. happy. Good skin on top of that. She looks probably better than our driver's license pitcher. She looks fantastic. Yeah, But the fiber thing, though, again, look at the stats. So gastroenterologist Robin Chutkin out of Columbia, Emron Mayer out of California, they said that the average North American eats about 10 to 12 grams of fiber every day. Your body needs 20 to 30 grams a day, and it's not going to change. It hasn't changed in 3 million years of human history. So anytime we don't eat 20 to 25 grams of fiber, your bacteria will go like, Dave, what's up? And you're like, oh, I don't wanna eat that, I'm not gonna have that. The bacteria go, hey, remember us, we run the show, we've been on the planet for four billion years. Cavemen and cavewomen used to ferment 100 grams a day, a million, two million years ago. Now the average Canadian, the average dentist, the average hygienist, the average assistant, is basically eating only 10 grams, so it's an insult to these bacteria. And they don't have a brain, but they have a consciousness. And if you're not giving them what they want, they will make, they'll make less serotonin for you, they'll give you indigestion, they'll give you bloating, they'll give you GI upset they'll give you cravings, they'll give you brain fog, they'll give you accelerated aging, until you get on track with the avocado a day. So an avocado is 10 grams. So if the average dentist or hygienist or assistant is eating 10, uh, 10 grams a day, you throw an avocado in your life, now you've doubled it. Now the smooth skin, uh, the stomach will flatten out, uh, brain, clair- lucid, lucid, lucid thoughts, you sleep better. So anytime your, your stomach, ups- anyone's ever going to bed, you're the stomach upset. Do you have a little bit of yogurt or kefir or you take a probiotic beverage in the evening time? Now the bacteria go, you know what, I'm going to let you sleep now. Or your 80 trillion bacteria are happy. And you're like, wow, I slept so deep. Because these little cells, and 98% of them are in your GI tract, are happy. They'll solve problems for your night. They'll let you dream. This is wild stuff. And no one talks about it.
1: I, I love the sleep side of this because I think that's something m- many, many people have a difficult time. Maybe they fall asleep but they wake up, maybe they have a hard time going to sleep. Mm-hmm. So all these little things make a big difference.
2: Yeah, it's not a deep sleep. I think a lot of people sleep eight hours, but they always go, I went to bed at midnight, got up at eight, that's time in bed. Mm-hmm. Actual sleep might've only been six and a half hours. Throw in 30 minutes that you did, updated your social media at 3.15, and now you're at maybe five hours and 40 minutes. So um, I would say poor sleepers, poor healers, good sleepers, good healers. The people who look good at 80, 85, 90, 95, all good sleepers. So all the bad sleepers leave the planet early for whatever reason. So it's the only time their immune system reboots at nighttime. So if you could do something like have a probiotic beverage at 7, 8 o'clock, or have some yogurt with some nuts and some raspberries, apples sliced up, you you might think, is that tasty? It's amazing. It pops in your mouth. And now the is happy. And now those uh, you know, 80 trillion cells go, okay, I'll let you drift off. And they've shown the bacteria are very active when you're dreaming. So there's something about dreaming that bacteria know something's going on. And they have no eyes, they have no brain, but they somehow know, you know that rapid eye movement's going on. And that's when we process emotion and memory. This bacteria is a pretty cool thing.
0: It's really interesting because I think also, you know, as we're at the, the beginning of the year, we think about our teams and we <laughs> think about, you know, there's poorly producing team members, there's people who kind of like schlep in in the morning and they're tired and they're not really happy. And if you go in the back of the office or you look at the break room, there's cookies and Mm -hmm. crackers and chocolate and candy and coffee and all of these things that may or may not be helping them. If, say, because we are dentists and many of us practice, if we want to have the highest-producing, well-oiled machine in our practice. What kind of snacks would you recommend in the back of the office? That's a
2: great question. I'd have a bowl full of apples. Apples are like at any, from $199 a pound to $399 a pound. That would might cost you $20 a week or $1,000 a year. But people would grab that apple, and people that couldn't want to bite it, put a knife beside it with a paper plate. They'd cut the apple, eat half, take it with them. But I'd say apples with full of fiber, pectin, all kinds of vitamins and minerals. Supposedly someone said there's, we talk about, you know, uh, acai berry being amazing. There's 4,200 nutrients in an apple, micronutrients and nutrients. So I'd have a big bowl full of apples for sure. Um, yogurt keeps forever. You could have um, 1 to 2 to 3% fat yogurt in the fridge. Keeps forever. Maybe you could have a little snack size. I, nuts keep forever. That, that, that alone might cost the dentist 40 to $50 a week, 2500 a month. But you'd have people snacking on that. They would go home and not have that feeding frenzy, that 6 o'clock till midnight frenzy. You'd you have, you have something that takes off the edge of your hunger at 4 or 5 o'clock before you head home. Now you can put the energy into your family instead of like ravenously going through the fridge all night. And I think, and when you give your bacteria what they want, the cravings go down. So I'd say apples, mixed nuts, and uh, some kind of yogurt, either a snack portion or the bigger one pint or th- that size. Those would be the three things that I'd have. And, and 50 bucks a week would cost you.
0: And when you say yogurt, any yogurt, because I think a lot of yogurts have more sugar in them than they have anything else. So you're talking good old plain. plain.
2: Plain is best. And then uh, again, yogurt in nature comes with fat. So, and calcium is best absorbed with fat. So, one, two, 3%, or Greek yogurt. And if you want to flavor it, slice up the apple, put it in, put the blueberries in, the raspberries in. You have a bowl of a plain yogurt, 2% fat. You slice up an apple, put it in, and you put some mixed nuts on. And you, ha- you have that. You can eat it in about eight, nine minutes. You're good for four hours. You are lucid. Your stomach is flat. You are conscious. You have no cravings. It's not gurgling beside you. And now you have energy for your family. You're not going to go home. You can actually ask your spouse or partner, what would you do today? Instead of like, I got to have something to eat. What's, what's in the fridge? Like your spouse is there. Your fridge is there. Most people go, what's to eat? You know, so like if, I, if I'm pleasantly happy, I, I could be more intentional with my conversation. I can be more intentional on my family, the dog the partner. So something said about eating, eating for function rather than pleasure.
1: Man, first of all, this is fascinating. Second of all, again, Anastasia, <laughs> you're going to watch this episode. <laughs> um, timing. So I love this sort of end of the day, like, let's knock this craving out before it really happens and do some healthy thing. Starting of your morning, can you apply that same like breakfast, yogurt, apple, or do you do for something sure. different?
2: Yeah, no, I like that idea. And as many ideas, not everyone likes breakfast. Like, if you're a morning lark, they like breakfast. I'm more of a night owl, which means I stayed up later and probably ate later. I don't need breakfast. Um, I just saw Conor McGregor on on his Netflix special, McGregor Forever, said he loves doing fasted exercise. Fasted exercise is you get up and you work out for an hour. And everyone thinks, what what are you exercising on? Well, food stays in your stomach up to three days. So if you're exercising in the morning on an empty stomach, you're really working out on food you've eaten for the last three days. And also, your liver pumps out glucose, and your adrenal glands are pumping out adrenaline. And that's why I could have a good hour workout and get a pump on an empty stomach. So I can work out on an empty stomach, and I wouldn't do a two-hour workout. But again, you to watch it if you're diabetic or have any way hypoglycemia. But most of us could, could work out up to an hour on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's the discipline, right away, that little check mark, I'm a gladiator, Sparta, you know, it's just a show of discipline. Yeah. But if I did want to have breakfast, though, so I would, again, uh, yogurt, nuts, and blueberries would be an amazing breakfast. Okay. Yeah. We're on it. And, and with men, it's funny. You talk about Anastasia. I think it's a big part of that is she, she could be telling you all this cool stuff the last decade, and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Men need third-party endorsement. We need, we need third-party. It, I just heard Uch said, and she's got to not roll her eyes and go, that's great, Dave. That's so awesome, because if she she rolls her eyes, it's a little bit of passive-aggressive, right? So that's so good. Her intention must be Dave's on the track now. Yeah. said, Ooch said. Yep. And she'll go, I love Ooch. She'll text me and go like, Ooch, thank you so much. Thank
1: you so much. Thank you so
2: much. For
1: showing my husband I was smart for the last decade.
2: Exactly. More serotonin, better conversations, more connection.
1: Yeah, and you're right. Are, Are you a breakfast eater? I am. What do you like?
0: I actually do the yogurt thing. Yeah. I usually do plain yogurt, little almond butter, unsweetened, blueberries. It takes the edge off,
2: and then t- then ten thirty. Not craving for something, you can pass by the staff room and go, "Oh my god, look at all those cookies." If you've if you've eaten something that's given your bacteria happy, and I've read now that um, there's is thirty there's thirty enzymes of human origin in our bodies, and bacteria have up to ten thousand is ten thousand enzymes of bacterial origin in your body. So we didn't even digest our own food, bacteria does. It is wild when you think about it. And so when you think of someone who looks good or feels good or is healthy for whatever reason, or, or has more energy, more vitality, more connection, they're probably, their bacteria are probably different. They've shown depressed people have different bacteria in their bodies than people who aren't depressed. People who have cancer have different bacteria in their body than people who don't have cancer. Uh, people who are ex- undergoing accelerated aging have different bacteria. An 80 year old man who's healthy will have different bacteria than he was as a teenager. But the more you encourage diversity by eating different diverse foods, by eating the yogurt, having the fermented foods, a probiotic, it it always seems like a quick fix. I don't like to talk too much about probiotics. But having bacterial health, it's incredible how you can have the gut health of an 18 year old. And that's what keeps you looking this good. So when you think people say, how come you're so energy? How come it's still so exciting? I bet your bacteria is of a younger woman. And that's why you'll see people, men your age, women your age, and go like, how come? If I saw a microbiome essay of your body, I'm like, Dave's got uh, acidophilus. He's got bifidolactus. He's got uh, bifidobrevis inside. You're like, yeah, ooch. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm one with my bacteria. I'm one with my <laughs> bacteria,
0: So I shouldn't be thanking Botox as much. I should be thanking and celebrating my bacteria. Even
2: Botox is bacteria. So it's, it's, a, it's a single-celled organism. So nothing wrong with that. You can inject that in for sure. But make sure if you inject injecting here that this, this is happy for sure. Well, this is getting what it wants. It's amazing how, and I always say, if you're with neat people... Like I say, if there was caviar here, $1,000, see if there, there's a really nice Prosecco whatever it was here. But I think if you're around really cool, interesting people, crave the conversation, not the food. So if Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, whoever your political orientation is, wh- whichever senator or congressman is in this room, a few Hollywood elites, Bill Dorfman, whoever is here, and they had good food, I would crave the conversation, not the food. I always say crave the con- If you're with neat people, get away from the buffet table, crave the conversation, not the food.
0: And if you're craving the food and not the conversation, you need new friends.
2: Our new industry to be in. Why don't I want to talk to Dorfin? Why don't I want to talk to Leonardo DiCaprio? Why don't I want to talk to that senator, that congressman? I love it. And the ADA, I think this is what Brett... The ADA annual session is going to be in Washington, D.C. in 2025, actually. Next year is New Orleans. New Orleans, as they say.
0: New Orleans.
1: That's where I met Anastasia. Oh. In New Orleans. I craved the conversation. There you See? go. It, all work, it works out on all levels. And wh- how, how long did you meet her? When did you... Nine years. Well, was it
2: like nine years when the ADA was in New Orleans? Oh, 2013. Yeah. How do Halloween? you remember that? Halloween. Yeah. I have good bacteria. I was going
0: to say, that's next level. <laughs> next, next level, level bacteria. 2013.
2: And it was on October 31st, which meant a lot of female dentists and team didn't go because they want to be home for their kids. So the ADA found out after that they thought it was going to be a good idea, like, you know, the ghosts and haunted houses. But a lot of parents want to be home with their kids or giving out candy. So, again... But again, obviously, she attended, you attended, and the rest is... uh,
1: Bacterial history.
2: Bacterial history.
1: I love it. Mm -hmm. Pam, it always goes so fast.
0: It always does. So we're out of time. But I know that you probably have a super busy 2024 coming. Where Mm -hmm. can people follow you, and where can people find you?
2: I'm probably busiest online. Like I I love direct messages. I love getting people. I love posting. It's really selfish. I, I learned a while ago from this neuroscientist, if you read an article and put it down... You retain, three days later, you'll only know 5%. But if you read an article and think, what three things can I share online? Now, neuroplasticity happens. So if I read an article and highlight three things, and then I share it that day, I retain it 90% now. If you teach something that you've just learned to someone, or, or online, you keep it 90% forever. So it's pretty selfish. So I read a good article, Dental Economics, I read JADA, you'd be surprised what I read, New England Journal of Medicine. I'm certified as a trainer, so I read all these... Bizarre American College of Sports Medicine journals, but I share them, and uh, it's so. So Instagram is my my go-to spot. Facebook, I find oh, look at me, look at my look at me and my like I don't know. Look what I gave my spouse for her birthday is like I don't know. You bought the lease for her, and you're probably writing it off. So is it really a gift? <laughs> is what I say. So don't get put a you know don't put a bow around that Lexus. So, but um, otherwise, I'm gonna be at Yankee. I'm gonna be the student ADA is gonna be in Washington in third week in January. I'm gonna. Be at uh, some Canadian events, so um, ADA in New Orleans. I love this whole collegial thing. Like, few professions have this level of collegiality that uh, people feel connected and share. Even though it's, it's friendly competition sometimes. You own eight offices, I own nine, but but uh, I think it's 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 pretty. It's it's a it's a beautiful organization. It's I've been a dentist now for over thirty years, and I'm like loving it to this day.
0: I think I love it more and more with each passing year. So. Uchi, thank you so much for your time, and thank you for just hanging out with us. I always love spending time with you. And if you haven't heard Uchi speak, he's probably one of the few speakers that I think we can collectively say is life-changing. You know, you will make some decisions for yourself, your team, your spouse, your loved ones, your pets always in the direction of health. So thank you for what you do.
2: Or if you're, if you're a male dentist, your, your spouse will actually tell you, haven't I been telling you all this time, but your spouse will be happy that I've given, uh, men need third-party endorsement. Women, women seem to act on information right away, no matter what. Men, we need to hear it from another guy. Yeah, I bought an iTero, why? Buddy bought one. <laughs> uh, hasn't the rep been visiting you for five years, giving you the science? No, buddy got one. So men, buddy got one is uh, the theme, it seems. So hopefully that can be that for the audience, audiences in the future.
0: Oh, my gosh. You certainly have been. And obviously with me, you're still talking about avocado all these years later. So thank you so much for your time. Everybody, we will see you next week.
1: Thank you everyone for watching or listening to the show this week. And thanks to our guests and sponsors on this episode,
0: please check out our social media at Dr. Pamela underscore Miragliano and at dental economics official,
1: or you can check me out at ignite DDS or at Dr. David rice
0: and go to DentalEconomics.com to receive dental economics. You can choose to receive DE in print or digitally, and you can also get the details of our principles of practice management conference on our website.
1: If you have topics, topics, topics or guests or anything you'd like to talk about on the show, send us an email to dentistryunmaskedpodcast at gmail.com, and we will do our very best to make it happen. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.